Okay, so the year is 1996, and I am a first-year college student at Prescott College in Arizona. <laughs> and um, I'm studying environmental science, and I keep seeing all these um, really fun-looking classes in the adventure education department, and I want to learn those skills so that I can do science in remote places. So somehow I talk my way into this, taking this upper-level field class, and there are three requirements. The first one is you have to have already taken your wilderness first responder class, which I'd done. And then the second two were you had to be willing to eat anything, and you had to promise not to complain. <laughs> and I should have known right then what the class was gonna be like, or at least who was teaching the class. Uh, there were two instructors, Robin and Mike, and Robin was this avid sea kayaker who spent half the year guiding kayak trips in Baja and then the other half leading Prescott College students around the desert. And then Mike was this really fiery Welshman and he had a really strong accent and he was probably in his mid-60s when I took the class from him and he could out-hike or out-paddle any of us 20-somethings and he never let us forget it. He was kind of on one hand this tough guy personality, and then on the other hand, a charming and really hilarious guy. So we're on a three-week kayaking stint of this semester-long trip, um, and we're in Baja, and um, we're about 10 days in, and we decided to take a layover day so we could practice our rescue, water rescue skills. So everything's out of our boats, and we're all kind of strewn down the beach, and um, as we're going to bed that night, you know, we never slept in tents because it's beautiful weather and it's dry and there are no bugs. It's like the opposite of Alaska. <laughs> so you just lay your sleeping bag out on the beach and it's beautiful. Um, except for Mike, he always set up a structure no matter what the weather was like or where we were. He would set up a tent or a tarp or a mega mid. And so this night he sets up a mega mid, which is like a pyramid shape floorless tent. And he would be, you know, just far enough away that um, he could kind of have his own space, but close enough that uh, we could still hear him when he was heckling us. <laughs> so it's a beautiful moonless night, and it's dark as can be, and the desert stars are just incredible. I drift off to sleep, and the next thing I remember is just this blood-curdling screaming. I mean, it sounds like a woman screaming for her life, and I bolt upright, and I'm trying to piece together what's happening, and I'm like, who is screaming? And what could possibly make someone scream like that on a beach in Baja? And is this real? Because we just did this whole like water-based scenario skills training, and now are they throwing some land-based training for us in the middle of the night? I can't figure out what's real. And I can tell that my classmates are feeling similarly because they're kind of sitting halfway up in their sleeping bags and straining to hear. And then a voice comes and it says, somebody help me, somebody freaking help me. And I knew then that it was real. And Shannon, who's sleeping next to me, says, it's Mike. And so we start grabbing headlamps and shoes and we're running over to his mid and he really was not that far from us. And as I get there, headlamps are starting to kind of assemble on him and he is halfway out of the mid and he's still in a sleeping bag and he is covered in blood. Head, body, all over his bag. 
And I'm trying to figure out in my brain, like, what happened to you? And Robin says, we need the first aid kit. First aid kit's in the mid. So she goes into the mid to get it, and she's, as she's going in, Mike says, it's still in there. And the words are barely out of his mouth before she's flying back out of the mid, and there is a bobcat attached to her back, and it's <laughs> chewing on her neck. And so we're all take a big step back. And uh, Shannon, who's the one who said, it's Mike, he always wore these huge combat boots. Like, no matter what we were doing or what the weather was like, like we'd be in sea kayaks, and he'd have his combat boots on, or on the beach, and he had a combat boots on, or 2 o'clock in the morning, and he's got his combat boots on. So he kicks the cat off of Robin's back. And then it is in the air. And he kind of kicked it at an angle, so it's like spinning in the air. And it's hissing. And it's got foam coming out of his mouth. And its eyes are glinting in our headlamps. And we're just trying to get away from the cat at this point. And it lands on the ground, and then it starts jumping around at us, and we're jumping backwards trying to keep away from it and just put whatever we can between us and the cat. And I grabbed a kayak paddle, and Shannon grabs a fishing spear, and we're just trying to get anything between us and it. And finally, it takes off into the bushes, and some of us just, our headlamps are trained on this cat, and some of us keep watching the cat, and others of us start tending to Robin and Mike because we now have two wounded people. And we know from the behavior of the cat and the foaming of the mouth that the cat was probably rabid. Uh, and so we also know from our training that we've got about 24 hours to get Robin and Mike to definitive care before treatment becomes less effective. And we are about a four-day paddle from the closest takeout point. Um, so we also know that we need a, a good, better way than paddling to get them out. So there's little fishing villages all along the way, and um, we've seen fishing boats out, pongas, little open skiffs, and we've bought fish from some of these fishermen. So our plan A is to get a ponga and get these, get Robin and Mike in a ponga and get them out to a village that's on the road system and so they can somehow get a vehicle and get them out to the highway so they can get a bus and they can get back to La Paz where they can find a hospital. So at daybreak, we're packing up our kayaks and we also send two people up and over the rise to the next beach because there's a Knowles group there, a national outdoor leadership group that's camped and we know they're gonna be there for a few days and we wanted to tell them, hey, maybe not the best place to camp. <laughs> There's a crazy cat here, and as it turns out, uh, they were also attacked that night. And who was attacked? Their Welsh instructor. <laughs> so they say, we've got a boat coming in at 9 a.m. to resupply us, so let's put Robin and Mike and our Welsh guy on this boat and get them out to a village. So at that point, we have to say goodbye to Robin and Mike, and. We don't know when we're gonna see them again. We are left then seven students on our own to kayak out four days, not knowing if Robin and Mike are gonna be there to pick us up or if they're gonna be okay or if they'll even be able to rejoin our group. Uh, so at that point we say goodbye to Robin and Mike and we start our paddle. And uh, shortly into our, our paddle we run into Manuel, who is a fisherman who we had bought fish from a few days earlier. And you know, we paddle up to him and he says, que paso? And we said, well, there was a problem. 
uh, there was a gato, a cat, and as soon as he heard the, heard the word gato, he stopped and he said, I have to go get them right now. That cat killed someone last week and I need to go get Robin and Mike. And we said, well, there's this boat coming in at nine. And he said, no, that boat's on Mexico time and I need to go get them. And luckily, Manuel saved the day. By the time he got them to a village at 1 p.m., the boat that was supposed to be there resupplying at nine hadn't left yet. Um, but they were able to get to, to a town, they were able to get a vehicle, get a, get a bus, and get back to La Paz. And they were there to pick us up four days later, and they were bandaged and sore, but okay. And uh, now I know when the prerequisites for something are be willing to eat anything, <laughs> or um, you know, promise not to complain, then I know that uh, it's probably gonna be an adventure, but I might get a story out of it. <laughs>